Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. The Race for the Ring, Episode 84, The Man Eater with Laura Mackin. You're listening to The Race for the Ring. I am your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, motivational author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and a single mom. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In the age of Tinder, Bumble, and Hinge, there seems to be more horror stories and humor humor than happy endings among my friends and social circles and I want to know why each week we'll chat with a different dating queen or king socialite or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today pitfalls to steer clear from and how to find the finest fish in the sea get ready set go Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Race for the Ring. I have a very special treat for you today. One of my very own MB and associates, my fairly new assistant and junior publicist slash social media creator, Laura Mackin. She um, is someone that I lean into um, not only for professional uh, support, but also personally too. I We've had our fair share of conversations, candid ones that um, that pertain to men and relationships and just life in general. So three weeks ago, we had a very interesting conversation and it kind of intrigued me to find out um, why some women feel more comfortable going up to men than other women do not. So that's essentially the premise of today's conversation. We dive into that notion. I share some sentiments about my own theory and my own take on that scenario. And Laura dives in a lot about her synopsis and some of her experiences in that space as well. So it's just a very engaging and entertaining conversation to say the least. I'm excited to share with you. Um, Before I do... I want to just let you guys know that my book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss, is coming out in just a few more weeks. It comes out October 26th, and it will be available wherever books are sold. Um, And I'll be doing a book tour starting actually that Thursday. The book comes out Tuesday. Um, periodically throughout the U.S., mostly on the East Coast to start, then going into Chicago, L.A., going back to the East Coast, going down South for a little while, and then probably going back um, and focusing on um, 
the New England area, the Jersey Shore, and so on in the summertime. So I'm really excited to see hopefully some of you out there um, in the field, as we say, in the news industry. <laughs> um, I'd love to meet some of you and come say hi. And please pick up the book. It's really, really great. I'm very proud of it. And I hope it makes a great impact on everyone, um, you know, women, men, and in, in relationships and obviously working situations and all of the above. We can all be better people, certainly. So without further ado, let's get right to the conversation with my very own man-eater, Laura. Laura, it's your lucky day. <laughs> Welcome to the race for the ring. Everybody who steps through the MB doors gets to have a little time in the hot seat of the race for the ring. And you made the mistake, my dear, by (laughs) disclosing with me. I'll set it up for everyone listening. So Laura is my assistant, as I mentioned, and she is an amazing assistant to that. She's also an incredible publicist and social media direct, not director, but social media creator, I should say, and all the above. And she's become a very dear friend. Also, um, we are, (laughs) your eyes are widening. Are you getting scared? I called you my friend. Our, our, um, our office, everyone listening is relatively on the small side. So we, um, all work very collaboratively and very tightly knit together. So we get to learn a lot about one another in a very quick, swift amount of time. So about two, three weeks ago now, Laura and I were in New York um, working Fashion Week for one of our amazing clients. And we were waiting in the Amtrak holding area to get back on the train and head back to New Jersey because it was a Sunday. And I wasn't able to stay in the city as I normally would. And Laura needed to get back because she had to be back in the office in um, Marlton the next day. And we were just talking. And do you remember how the conversation came up? I think we were just talking about who we were dating, right? Is that right? Yeah, I think we were just talking about dating in general. Yeah, and Laura told me that she likes to go up to strange men and bars and <laughs> I make the first move. And I think I was eating a salad and I literally think I put my fork down and <laughs> looked at her like, you do? And she's like, yeah, why not? Someone's got to make the move. And I was like, whoa, I don't think I can. I don't think I have the courage to do something like that. I know it sounds bizarre as I run a business and I do a lot of other things that I can be bossy about. But when it comes to that, I get shy. So let's talk. uh, Tell us all a little bit first of all about your dating status. Last on that given day, and we haven't really talked about dating since because we've been obviously busy with our day-to-day and B work, we're kind of talking to a guy. I think you were sort of in, you weren't sure if you liked him or whatever. You had met him at the Jersey Shore, um, which is when you went up to him and, and asked for his number or something like that. Um, so let's tell yeah. me a little bit about what you and everyone listening, um, what your situation is today as we record this episode and why you like to do that man eater okay (laughs) (laughs) um so when I told you um we I think I was going on two dates oh you're double heading it (laughs) well (laughs) 
<laughs> Makes so it even more interesting one, conversation. All right, go ahead. I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm teasing you. Go ahead. No. <laughs> so I had gone on two dates, and I was telling you about the one with the boy I met at the Jersey Shore, mm-hmm. and it was my birthday weekend with all my friends, and he just came up to me at the bar and was like, hi, and I was like, hi, and my friend actually bought him a drink, which is funny. He didn't buy me a drink, but then why he was like, oh, it's your birthday. I'll buy you a drink. And I was like, okay, like, thanks. Okay, cool. And then me and my friends all walked away and I looked at my one friend. I was like, oh, he was cute. And she's like, oh, well, why don't you go get his number? And I was like, yeah, like, I don't know. So I just went up to him and I handed him my phone and I was like, oh, put your num- number in my phone and your name. He was like, oh, okay. Let me just stop you there for and just a second. Because I, because this is such a funny little thing about your generation versus mine, okay? When you said you got his number, I swear in my brain I was thinking he was writing it down on a piece of paper. Maybe. <laughs> Continue. I, I, I swear to God. I, yes, that is exactly what I was thinking. Okay. No. I thought you were like handing him your business card or something. All right, go, go on. Go on. My MD I'm, I'm gonna like end my my career as a podcast host of this dating show <laughs> after this episode with that thought. Yeah. But go on. <laughs> Continue. Yeah. And then I kind of just went about my night and didn't like see him the rest of the night because I was just with my girlfriends and he texted me. It was a Friday and he texted me that Sunday. But he ha- and you, was you like, gave I told him you your I number. You. Sorry, I don't mean to hmm? interrupt you. You gave him your number, you didn't get his. I gave him my number and then I took his phone from him and texted myself. Got it. That was smart. Yeah. Yeah, so that I actually like knew his name and everything because it was loud in there. I like couldn't hear everything. So I was like, text me your name and I'll text mine back. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then what? And then he texted me on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And on Tuesday, asked me to go on a date. Mm-hmm. And where'd you go? And we went to a little place in Maniunk. Which, tell everybody where that is, because some people listening are from other parts of the world. Um, it's in Maniunk Philly, right? Is, yeah, the Philly. Yeah, a part of Philly. It's yeah. a pretty area. So we went to dinner there. And it was like a fine date. I just hope it fine? Because it was, was a fine date, Laura? That doesn't sound like a fun date. <laughs> It was fine, but he was a little bit, like, obsessive. Why? He was asking me to go on a second date before the first date was oh, even over. Oh, that's right. You did tell me this. Yeah. But I think I was like, oh, that's sweet. He probably really liked you. Yeah. But he was like, he got kind of weird and nasty when I couldn't go on a second date. Oh, that's right, because we were having storms, and it yes. was not just like a rainstorm, everyone listening. We were like massive tornadoes and <laughs> things like that, not to laugh. It was actually quite devastating to the region. Yeah. Um, people died and lost their homes and everything and like that, so... He should have been more understanding. I don't, yeah, I think I told you if he really was worth your time, he probably would have been the one to say, Hey, let's reschedule. I don't want you driving in this weather, right? Yeah. 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 So, is that the end of that relationship? Well, it's funny because I texted him and said, You know, I can't hang out this day. And he made that weird comment. He was like, oh, um, you're going to stay in and hang out with your mom and not me. Like, I see you have your priorities straight. Ugh. 
kind of passive aggressive. Yeah. And then I stopped texting him for a little bit and he texted me again and was like, so can we still go on another date? And I said, I don't think um, I can see it going any further. I think you're a nice guy. And I thought it ended there. And then he texted me this last Friday and said, you should change your mind and go on another date with me. That's cool. I have a little tidbit about that too. And then I want to get back on topic about like going up to guys. So are you going to, I think that I would probably go if I were you. Yeah. I haven't really given a straight answer. What was your answer? I said, "Hmm, should I? (laughs) (laughs) And did he respond? He said, uh, yeah, you should. What are you doing this weekend? That was Friday. So, What do you have to lose, Laura? Let's go through this. I'm going to wear my practice some of my <laughs> therapy. What are you feeling about that? Are you are you a little nervous that maybe it'll be a waste of your time if you don't like him? Or do you feel like perhaps if you go on this second date, it's only a couple hours of your life, maybe he could turn into or present to be more than you, I guess, anticipate. What do you think? Mm-hmm. I think that... Well, you know me and you read the same book about attachment styles. Yes, yes, yes. I think he's a little... anxious. I think he's anxious and avoidant. Why? Why do you think he's avoidant? Oh, no, maybe he's just anxious. I'm avoidant, I think. And I don't think that's a good combo. No, it isn't. But that tends to be the combo that attracts the most, according to that book, because the I don't know. Well, there's lots of reasons why without reciting that book. But I think the author was basically saying that stable people are taken and (laughs) stable people can match with either avoidant or obviously another stable or an anxious, whereas avoidant anxious can. It doesn't work. So there tends to be more anxious and avoidance out there. Um, And then anxious, anxious drive each other crazy and avoid it avoid it really nothing ever gets anywhere because they both like are very like like blase blah about the whole dating situation so what winds up happening is that the avoidant and the and the anxious connect plus the avoidant looks for the because of that i guess science behind it the avoidant looks for like obviously subconsciously the of the anxious because that's the patterns they're used to and vice versa for the other so there you go (laughs) that's not even part of my school that was just from reading that book but no i i i i think you just are i don't think you i mean i don't know you that well in that space but just knowing you in the context i know you i don't think you're an avoidant person i think that perhaps this guy just rubbed you the wrong way and you felt smothered because he's overly anxious is what i yeah yeah. Smothered is the word. <laughs> so, okay. So, so sleep on it, so to speak. Right. And you'll, you'll come to a conclusion yeah. and whatever you do, it's not going to make a break one way or the other, obviously. So if he's not the right person, someone else is going to come down the pipeline. Maybe he is. And then you'll have a good time. And then he'll do something that probably makes you upset later on in life. And there you go. So, <laughs> so either way, you're not going to be around. I'm only kidding. Yeah. I'm totally joking. So I'll keep um, you updated on that. Yeah. I'm curious. So my situation um, with someone like that, I hadn't even met yet. So I met, I matched with this guy over the summer and he's not even from the area. So I, I tend to, I tend to date guys from New York mostly. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, A, there's more available men my age there. I just think that's just the nature of the beast. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And B, 
I tend to spend most of my non-kid free time in New York. So I prefer to date someone from New York because that's where I prefer to be when I'm not, you know, being with my kids or working at MB or something like that, even though MB is there too. But like on the weekends, mm-hmm. I don't have my kids. I like to be there. So it's just easier. So I tend to gravitate towards that for those two reasons. So this guy... And on occasion, there's been some people from Philadelphia. I'm not saying I never date guys from Philly, but it just doesn't usually work out that way. So this dude, he's actually a neurologist. He, um, which to me was like, okay, I'm going to give him a shot because he's smart and successful and he's good looking and he's my age and all of that. The key, um, he was from Harrisburg actually, which for people listening, it's, it's a nice, it's the, you know, the capital of Pennsylvania and it's lovely. Um, but it's like two hours away from where we where we're based in New Jersey and basically four from Manhattan and not anywhere I intend to like really go or be, um, in my spare time, not to be snobby, but like, I just like, I wouldn't typically date somebody from Harrisburg. I don't even remember. I think he may have been in Philly or maybe I think his son lives in New York. So there was a reason why he was in my pool. So anyway, we match and we were talking and he was actually really nice. He like wanted to come to down to, I was staying at the Jersey shore at the time. He was like looking to take me out to dinner. He was going to drive down and like, you know, meet me and all of that in person. And I had friend, a friend staying with me that weekend. I didn't have the kids, but I had one of my girlfriends, um, you know, having a girl weekend with me. So obviously wasn't a fit then. Um, and so we sort of made tentative plans, but it was hard. My schedule was crazy and his schedule was really bad and stuff. And we just stayed in touch online and I, I gave him my cell phone number. Um, and we were talking that way. Um, he was just really like, I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see you. And then like, I, I, like, yeah. And then I was like, you know, uh, he's not, I forget. He said something that really kind of was like, mm, I'm not sure about this guy. And I just never responded to him. I didn't met him. Mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to, I mean, I guess, I guess I was ghosting him. I wasn't intentionally doing that. I just, I, I think I was going to write him back. I just didn't feel like doing it right then and there. And then when I wasn't, that made him even more like communicative. And that was even making me more nauseated. So finally he like, he called and he called and he called. And I was like, I finally texted him after he called. And I, I never picked up for the calls. I wasn't even texting him back before. And I texted him. I said, please stop calling me and please stop texting me. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm really not interested. And he's like, and then he goes like, can I ask you why? And I said, honestly, I'm going to be, and I was like, you know, I'm just going to tell him the truth because he should know for future. I said, you were just too aggressive. I said, I was going to meet you, but, but you like weren't like letting me, you weren't allowing me time to respond. And then you kept responding and I wasn't responding. And it was, you know, it was just a little much. So he was like, I wish you the best. Of-. He was like, I wish you luck. Like, I'm like, wish you luck and all was well. And then literally two months go by. And then I was like, get this random text and then have his number saved. I deleted the conversation where I would have been able to reference who that was. So I never put his name in my phone. It was just his phone number. When I, I don't, I tend to do that. I don't like go out of my way to put someone's name in my phone unless I think they're going to stick around for a little bit. So yeah, I don't either. I do the same thing. Yeah. I was like, whatever. It doesn't really matter, but I keep the, I keep the thread so that I can reference who the person is. So I um, deleted the thread. So I see that he, 
he then he te- he texted me, "Hi, how are you?" And I I was like, "I'm sorry." And my phone has kind of to delete numbers too. So I was like, "My phone's <laughs> my phone deleted a lot of numbers and contacts." I'm very sorry. Who is this? And they told me his name, and then I was like. Oh my God. And so I was like, Oh, hi, how are you? And I was like, shoot, I'm obviously engaging. So I don't want to be rude. And then he was like, I, you know, kind of like Mindy, I, you know, really like whatever, want to meet you. And I gave you space and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I have to point blank. I'm like, let me ask you something. I'm like, is there no one there to date? Did you say that? <laughs> oh, oh my God. why are you reaching out to me so aggressively? I mean, I didn't say it that way. I just said, I said, is there no one in your area to date? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I think I'm a good girl, but like, come on, there's other great girls, you know? Like, it's not like I'm, he's never even met me. And he's not like, yeah. he's not like a loser. Like, he's a successful doctor and he's good looking and he's like, seems together I mean on paper <laughs> so anyway um he's like no and he was like I actually have options and I really like date people but something about you I just feel like this is it for me and I was like oh my god so and then I was like maybe I'll meet him for a drink and then I'm like nah I don't you did it I don't know I mean I'll see I'm like if you want to come to New York and you want to like go meet me for an hour for a cocktail then I would meet you but I, I no I don't want to feel obligated I think I what, what do you think I think that I don't know if older men do this but older men boys my what? age do it yeah okay go ahead he's not older they he's not, well like I guess the chase he, he likes the chase. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. He likes the chase and he probably thought you were being hard to get. So. Oh, I'm sure. Sounds I wasn't. Similar. I generally wasn't interested. But I know. No, you're, you're right. It could be. Who knows? I tend to like that too, but that's because I'm anxious. That goes back to the adventure <laughs> of <boy. laughs> That's why you like the chase. You like the challenge because you're that's your pattern you're used to. You have to break the chains of the pattern because it's not healthy. Okay. That's my therapy session today. All right, moving on. Let's go back to your boldiness of going up to men. So why dating is better for everyone when women make the first move. There's a lot of science behind this. Guys tend to like that, actually, when the girl is the one who's the aggressor. Um... I tend to feel like, because I'm a little old school, um, aside from my age, I'm just old school. I'm an old soul that way. Like, I like the guy to pursue me, even when we're being intimate. Like, I always like the guy to make the first move. I never kiss the guy first. Like, I just, like, I like to be, like, very feminine that way, I guess. I don't know if it's appropriate to say it that way. Probably politically incorrect, but that's just my nature, right? Not right or wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just how I operate. So I'm not saying for you to share about your intimacy um, strategy, but in general, just about meeting people. Talk to me a little bit about why you like to go up to guys first or why you do and you feel comfortable doing that. You think it's your age or is that just your own persona, Laura? I think, and this is interesting, I've learned this about myself, I used to be very anxious, and in recent, like the last year, I started taking something for my anxiety, and since then, like, dating has just been a totally different world for me, like, I don't feel nervous going up to boys, it's kind of just like, what do I have to lose, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, you said to me, 
you're like, I can't do that, Laura, because they could be married. Well, but I yeah. also don't know if they have a boyfriend I mean, or a girlfriend. Sure, and yeah. girls are me and my age. Like, it might be worse than a wife. Going up that's probably true the wife might be like yeah. take him um i know I, I guess what i was trying to say to clarify for everyone listening is that i feel like a lot of guys don't wear their wedding band and i feel like more men my age the chances are higher that they would probably be married versus yours so that would just be my apprehension aside from the mm-hmm. fact that i feel like i would feel kind of like I don't know that they would think I was like, no, I'm not calling you this at all, but I would feel like I was kind of slutty going up to a guy and being like, ah, they would think I would just be getting, wanting to get in bed with them. Um, I made the mistake (laughs) Um, recently, actually. um, There was a a younger guy that um, we were talking on Instagram and um, we like followed each other or whatever. And I think I followed him first and we had mutual friends or something. I honestly follow a lot of people because I'm in PR. Um, but anyway, I, I definitely thought he was good looking as a hot guy, but and you know, it wasn't like following him thinking I would like get with him or something. I just followed him. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's not used to that. I'm not really sure. Um, so he was like, <laughs> what, to what do I owe the follow? And I was like, you're cute. And then I think that opened the flood. That was just a little out of character for me. Cause I, but I get busy mm-hmm. like with like texting sometimes cause they're not in front of my face. So I don't really care. Um, <laughs> plus I, I don't think I was taking it seriously cause he was significantly younger than me. So, um, and I just didn't think anything would ever come of it. Right. So I probably didn't, I won't think I'd necessarily say that to somebody that I thought that perhaps would be a suitor, but he definitely thought I was like looking to get in bed with him like 150%. Yeah, from that combo. So like, I sort of Mm -hmm. feel like for me that guys would get the the impression that that was my motivation. You don't think that that's Mm -hmm. the case? No, because I'm like very strict about it. So for example, Mm -hmm. the other boy that I recently went on a date with, I saw him at another bar and I said to my friend I was like that guy's cute and she's like well you should go up to him and I just went up to him and I said hey what's your name and we just like chatted and then my friends were like okay well it's time to leave like we're getting in an uber and I was like I think he asked for my number but I went up to him mm-hmm. and that's that's you just have to courage. make it quick you what it has to be like quick you don't need to talk to them all night just get their number and then you talk to them on your own terms at home and if you want to go on a date with them i normally give them about a week to ask me on a date because i'm not just going to text someone no silly no i mean if they don't if you don't hear from them then you just like write them off basically is that right yeah yeah basically yeah that's okay so did you hear from that guy Mm-hmm. We went on a date. We went to Tradesman's in Philly. Okay. And he was very nice, but he just couldn't really hold a conversation after an hour. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That was kind of a turnoff. So, you know, we talked a little bit, but it just kind of died off the conversation. I didn't have to ghost him, really. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. Nice. Do you think it's easier to go up to a guy um, like that in like a social setting, like a bar, or even if you were say at a party or something like that, like a gathering, as opposed to like, if you were in Starbucks and there was a good looking guy at the counter or at a table studying or doing work or whatever, um, 
I don't know. There's like, I'll tell you this scenario and tell me what you would have done if you were me. So I go to this place in New York called Comeback Cycle. And it's like this like really cool outdoor cycling um, situation. And they do it on this rooftop um, in Midtown and it's really fun. So I go a lot and, you know, it's like one of those, it's like a soul cycle situation where you pick up classes. Like you don't, it's not gym. Right. So I, my point in telling you that is I don't really know anybody. Everybody's different in these classes and stuff like that. So there was this one guy and I was kind of like checking out who's there. Like I'm usually sitting in the back <laughs> and I just kind of like take in the scenery say. So there was this one guy, um, he was very good looking. He's like distinguished. Um, he looked like he could be my age or close to it. Um, I don't know if he's married or not because he didn't have any rings on, but he was taking a workout class. So who knows? Right. But like, I don't know. Like I, I came in and I was late. So I came into the, like, he didn't see me walk in. So he, I saw him and he didn't see me. And then I think when I was getting ready to leave, I, he left before me, but I, the, I forget. I think I, someone did know me from the class or the instructor came over. There's something, somebody was talking to me. So I missed my window to be like, sort of smile. <laughs> because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all I probably would have done but would you have gone up to him I mean he was very cute in fact he was so cute that this company just recently celebrated their one year anniversary and I followed them on Instagram and I was just looking through some of their pictures I didn't get to go to the cycling class like at celebration because I just had a conflict with my schedule but I was looking through some of the pictures out of just interest and frankly boredom and I saw the guy and I was like that's him <laughs> did you follow and him was he tagged was he no he was in his workout clothes they did a cycling class is that what you're asking yeah me? but did they tag him in the picture oh no they didn't tag anybody I try, I did I, ta- I tapped the thing to see like and that would have been awesome if they had <laughs> no because there was a lot of people in the pictures like they had a variety of pictures so I guess they just didn't bother doing that but I like I made the picture bigger so I could really get a look of him about, you know, what he was all about. He's all about, uh-huh. uh, he's like a whole cup of latte, but um, <laughs> that's my go-to. Some people say it's not my cup of tea. I'm like, it's my latte, but um, I know it's sad, but a little <laughs> pathetic, right? My material is weak, but no. he, I'm kidding. But so he's cute. So I'm, going back probably this well I won't be there this weekend but I'll probably be going back on Friday morning take class so what would you do in my situation curious so when I go to the gym personally like when I'm exercising I am terrified to talk to men I don't know why I think it's because it's like a silent setting you know everyone has headphones in and if you're gonna go like hit on a guy or make a conversation with a guy, it's kind of awkward because everyone oh, will yeah. well, that's hear different. you and see yeah, you're, you're in a gym situation. I don't think but it's so I'm like at a loud place with the spinning. Everyone's like breaking down their bike. Like it's not, no one's paying attention to anybody. Everyone's pretty friendly. Like, hey, good morning. Like, you know, like blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think if that's the setting you should go up to him and just introduce yourself is he good at spinning would you say no i'm listening oh yeah spinning yeah spinning yep Mm -hmm. 
is he good at it? Like, or you could go up to him and be like, wow, like, you're really good. Have you been going to this class for a long time? Like, yeah, make small talk. I've been going for a while. I've never seen you here before. Do you live in the neighborhood? <laughs> I'm going to grab a coffee right now. Do you want to come? I'm going to lace up my shoe. <laughs> I mean, okay. I no, that's good advice. No, no, no. I'm making, I'm making a joke. But that is actually really good advice. Because I could pretend like I don't... Maybe I may pretend I don't really come there a lot. Instead of saying, I come here all the time. I never saw you here before. For me... I would be like, that makes it look like I'm being very observant of him. So I think for me, I'd probably be more comfortable being like, oh my gosh, this is a really fun class. <laughs> I didn't I didn't even realize they were doing these. <laughs> Until someone's like, Mindy, yeah, I haven't seen him in a couple months. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what that I might maybe I'll do that. The guy is good handsome. I mean, if he's married or he's not interested, then he'll obviously give me those hints and I definitely will go in the other direction like you know flee basically <laughs> from the scene quickly all right that's good advice i wish he would come up to me but i'm gonna try to be boldy next time i see this dude and and try to go up to him yeah just for the I mean, exercise of it i think i need to put myself in those situations mm-hmm. you should also just try to leave at the same time as him yeah and walk out yeah, together. Yeah. I'm like, hi. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I feel like everyone's in their phone and like everyone I, in general, not just at that class. I just feel like it's hard to like make eye contact with people because, you know, people are so engrossed in their own whatever they're involved in. It's so weird. I mean, I'm the same way. That's the first thing I do when I get off out of the class. I call my, you know, check my email or, you know, depending on what day of the week it is, like, you know, glued to my phone, I think regularly during the weekdays because of work. And even on weekends, like I check my phone frequently when I'm like walking or whatever, but yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. So this study, Laura, is basically one of the research articles that we pulled basically says that 95% of men do want women to initiate the first kiss um and just like women you know want men to ask for their numbers in most cases men look for the women to be the initiator of not just like the the conversation but making the first move would you also do something like that or do you think that crosses a line for you that isn't in your comfort zone I don't think, like, the first kiss is that crazy. You'd kiss a guy Do you? I know you think it's a little bit crazy. I'm trying to think if I ever did kiss a guy first. I don't think I ever... It's normally a mutual thing, but if someone's staring at you like they're going to kiss you and they're just not doing it and you want to... There's no reason you can't be the one to do it. No, I agree with you. I definitely do. I'm just trying to remember through my time if that if I ever did that first. I don't think I ever have. I think maybe no. Let me back up. I think once we were a couple, I definitely had. yeah. Because I feel like that you're in different situation. Obviously, there's no barriers in that way. But I definitely know for a fact because I literally just want to flashback through all the guys I've ever been with. Um, I have never kissed a guy first ever. Like first, really. Mm-hmm. I think I like to be in control too. You do. Mm-hmm. Like just of everything in life. Yeah. Well, I'm saying and that, you know. like, goes, yeah. yeah. So you like to control the move. Okay. 
cool. Um, okay, so what have you learned from making the first move? Has it taught you anything about yourself? You said that you had anxiety with dating in the past, and now you feel more like in your comfort zone. Um, has it taught you anything about yourself, about pulling down some of those guards that you had up in the walls? Uh, definitely, because before... I was so nervous that I would never even like look at a boy. And if a boy came up to me, I couldn't even hold a conversation with them because I'd be like so nervous. Mm-hmm. And now I think I learned more of my worth because before I would think, oh, if any boy came up to me, like I'd be so nervous to talk to them because I wanted them to keep talking to me. If that makes sense. It does. Yeah. I- yeah. I so that. now I just like understand that not every boy that I talk to is like the end all be all like I am much pickier now which I think is good Uh uh-huh not just to settle for any boy that gives me attention right how are you able to do that how are you able to come up to that solution I think just by like once my head was clear and my anxiety wasn't as high I started to like realize my own Mm self-worth and realize that I've had boys that treated me really poorly and it's just not worth it. And I know how I was back then. It's not a person I want to be because boys can really change your whole life and your life will revolve around them and their attitude and it affects your attitude. And it's just not a good cycle. No, it's very true. And when you're with the wrong person, definitely, it can definitely Mm -hmm. make you feel bad about yourself. And also, um, they're not happy or showing angst that makes you feel that way. So you're like basically kind of almost a mirror of whatever you're waiting to hear which way the wind's Mm going to blow. I was once seeing a guy and um, he was a lot like that. And I remember like, you know, you get excited to see a guy calling you and every time my phone would ring, I would be like, almost like my, I I was, I I was happy he was calling. I don't want to make it like I wasn't. I was happy to Mm -hmm. see his name on my phone, but like, I almost like got like, had to prep myself like before it answered because I didn't know I was going to get on the other end. Like it's scary. It was like an awful feeling. I remember. Yeah. I was like, and I didn't even had the same thing. You did? So I was like, yes, I almost I, didn't want to talk because we had an, if say we had like a good conversation like the evening before or last time we talked, I wanted to let it just stay there in that happy spot. <laughs> not, mm-hmm. And like, and not know what, yeah, it was the worst feeling ever. It was yeah. awful. Yeah. I had the same thing. Um, I would want him to text me and call me so bad. Mm hmm. But at the same time, I knew he probably was going to make me feel like shit when we did talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, and the more he pushed me the way, the more I was like, it's okay. Like, it's, I, I just want to talk to you. Like, I was nicer when he would be even more mean. Oh, yeah, me too. Because I didn't want to upset yeah. person and make it worse mm-hmm. than it already was. Even though I, like, literally did. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Everyone makes, like, has issues. Yeah. But, like, I... I Definitely don't think I did half of the things to warrant any of that. So, oh, anyway, okay. So, how do we get on that topic? Uh, oh, your self worth. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad that you've you you believe in yourself now, and you're able to stand up for what you deserve, and you know, obviously, look for those qualities in a partner because you more than deserve them. You absolutely do. Um, before we wrap mm-hmm. up, though, let's have a little humor. Has this ever backfired in your face at all, getting the guy's number? Has it ever, like, 
supposed to be problematic, say? Like, did the girlfriend turn around and punch you in the face? I'm kidding. Like, something like that or like, anything like that um, that you care to share? Actually, yes. Oh, one time. Tell. Okay. It was actually the same night I met the one boy at the beach. Okay. The, Another boy the anxious came guy. Up to me. The anxious guy? Yeah, when I met okay. the anxious guy. Oh, you had a another boy very eventful night me. that night, I guess, right? Yes. All right, go ahead. Yes. I'm teasing you. Go ahead. Um, another boy came up to me and wanted to buy me a drink, and he bought me a drink. We talked for a little bit, but I just kind of wasn't having wasn't having it. I wanted to go hang out with my friends. I was like, okay, like thank you, like I'm gonna go hang out with my friends. And then I like let it sink in for a minute, and I was like, oh, he's pretty cute. Maybe I'll go back up to him and just get his number. Oh God. And I looked over, and he was talking to a different girl. I was like, oh, like, eh, maybe I'll just wait until he's done. Like, I don't know. It's kind of embarrassing. He's talking to another girl. My friends are like, no, just, like, go up and get his number when he's done. So I went up to him when he was done talking to her. And I was like, hey. And before I could even speak, he's like, I got to go take a piss. I'm going to the bathroom. And just, like, walked away. The guy did that? That's what he said to yeah. you? Ew. First of all, who says that? That's gross. But aside from that, oh, maybe it was his girlfriend. Maybe he was cheating. I don't know. But then his whole, his whole friend group saw it happen. And they're like, oh, he's such a jerk. Like, don't worry about that. The one kid was his brother. And he's like, my brother's a jerk. Like, it's fine. Okay. And then they you bought me. probably was like... I don't know, trying to save face because maybe you felt like rejected when you first. I'm sure that's it. But that's weird because you came back. So, like, whatever. I don't know. Oh my God. He doesn't sound like you missed out at all on anything no. in your life like that. So, all right. Very cool. All right, Miss Laura. So, tell everybody where we can find you. Um, obviously, you're part of the MBPR team, but personally, um, what's your Instagram and stuff like that? My Instagram is Laura Mac with two A's and K's. So L A U R A A M A C K K. Like the Big Mac? Yeah, like the Big Mac. <laughs> All right, very good. All right, and last, any advice for our, our lady listeners out there um, reluctant to make the first move on a guy? Mm-hmm. Oh, that they should. And if they do, they should leave a review on your podcast and tell us how it went. There's a reason I hired you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. All right. You're Thank welcome. you for being with us. I appreciate your honesty and openness and humor. Thank you for having me. have a little fun with you. And, and this is actually a very professional environment, just not at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. it is. I know. I'm teasing. All right. Thanks, Laura. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Race for the Ring. If you liked today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast, just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death to a date. I'll catch you next week. And in the meantime, be sure to say hi and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. My handles and contacts are in the show notes. It's been my pleasure to have you along for today's dating debate. Bye-bye. Selling a little or a lot? 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.